0: There's a proverb that goes like this, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You're not going to find that proverb in the Bible, in the book of Proverbs. It's more of a modern, modern day proverb. It basically means if you're going to willfully and knowingly do something foolish, you shouldn't be surprised at the consequences that will follow if you stay up all night binge watching YouTube videos or Netflix, don't be surprised if the next day you're tired and you're having a rough day at school or work. Last Sunday, you may remember that we were in the eighth chapter of the Gospel of Mark and Jesus gave a heads up to his disciples. He brought him in and he says, I gotta go to Jerusalem, I'm gonna be handed over, I'm gonna be beaten, scourged, and crucified. You remember the way that Peter was thinking led to an incorrect way to live. Peter was thinking in terms of seeking out comfort. He wanted to seek out ease at all costs. He wanted to avoid sacrifice. Remember we said that Peter was reaching for the bell. And in many ways, our tendency, in whatever vocation that we're in, whether as a priest, as married, single or as a student. We have a tendency to ring the bell, to seek out easy. And Jesus, remember yesterday, gave it another way to think. He says, deny yourself, pick up your cross, habitually think in terms of sacrifice. This week, we're just a chapter later. We're in the ninth chapter of the Gospel, Mark. And Jesus gives a second heads up. And he says, pretty soon I will be handed over. And they're going to kill me. And last week it was Peter. This week, It's the way James and John are thinking that leads to an incorrect way to live. And it's another formula that leads to an unfulfilled and unhappy life. It doesn't bode well. Last week, if it was Peter that was reaching for the bell, this week, it's James and John that are playing a stupid game. And it's a game to be sure that we oftentimes play. We tend to play it, and Jesus is quick to correct it. So in our readings, they show us the game that we tend to play, show us the consequences of the game if we do play it, and then lastly, we show how Jesus sets us straight. First, the game we play in verse 34. Disciples are walking around. Jesus just gave that heads up on what's to come again the second time. And after hearing that, James and John are discussing on on who's the greatest. And to be honest, like I've been, I've always struggled with this, but especially this week, I've really struggled with thinking, like, what's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong with wanting and striving for greatness? Greatness is good, isn't it? Winning is good, right? Like, even just thinking this past week at the, the, at recess, the kids taught me a new game of recess of gaga ball where you gotta try to hit the ball and hit the feet, and if you, then you're out. So I understood it. After they explained it to me, I'm like, let's go. But one last thing. Like, how do, you, how do you know who wins? And they said, well, the way we're playing, you just, once you go out, someone else comes in and just keeps going. And, I, it's, and they said, there's no winner. I, and I just stared at them. I, I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't understand that. Like, it, it, it's hard for me. Striving for excellence, ambition, striving for greatness. They're good things, God wants us to be great, God wants us to be saints, but that's not what's going on here in the hearts of James and John. And Jesus sniffs it out, he sniffs out that they're playing the game of jealousy and selfish ambition. And it's a game to be sure that we tend to play more and more today. In the fast-paced, hustle-bustle culture in which we live, the highly competitive, maybe even cutthroat society that we live in to get on top. The comparative game that we play, which has always been the case in the, in the human history, but it's even more on the focus today with regards to social media of always looking, always comparing, and always seeing. And deep within us, just this tendency that we have to step on other people in order for us to rise, to build up our ego, to rise the ladder, to succeed, to seek out honor. That's a strong pull for us today. And it's not a smart game to play because there's consequences. And we hear of those consequences when we play the game of selfish ambition. To hear that answer, to hear the consequences, we hear it in our second reading in the book of James. We've been working through the book of James and here we're in the third chapter and that first verse that we heard in verse 16 sets the the stage and gives us the consequences right up front real quick. It says, Beloved, Where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every foul practice. The pull to be on top, the pull to make more money, to be greatest, if it's linked to self-seeking honor, prestige, to keep up with the Joneses, to have more, disorder follows. The Bible says disorder always follows, there's a mess. Things become out of line and out of place. And I think it happens subtly and innocently enough. I'm working more, spending less time with my family. I'm just, I'm, perf- I'm, I'm being a better provider for my family. The desire to be the best in whatever, to be the best athlete in this or that. The best lawyer, the highest position at the firm. Those are good things, but you can easily see how worldly honor and recognition can easily be attached to it. And then it, it's the, the building of the ego can be attached to it. We want more, we want to be better, and we can easily go in tunnel vision. That's the thing, that's a good thing about ambition. Ambition lends to going and being laser focused. I'm in tunnel vision when I have high ambition. That's a good thing, it helps me reach my goal better. I'm totally focused on the goal and I can better, so it's a good thing, until it's not. Until it's not, and all of a sudden, God, family, and other things become out of balance in life, and then there's disorder, the Bible says. Scriptures go on and says, where selfish ambition exists, there exists foul practice or another translation say evil practice is a consequence is a consequence of selfish ambition i read an article just yesterday morning a new study came out about the tech companies uh, this one was specifically about facebook facebook who owns instagram this has been a new study on instagram and we it's no news we've been talking about it a number of years of the damage that social media, specifically this article is about Instagram, and what it does the damage to one, it leads to the depression, specifically young girls. But what this study cited just recently came out, is something even more startling, and it just points to the fact, with talking with employees, with these tech companies, that Facebook knew this. They were watching, and they were monitoring this. But in search of that dollar, and another dollar of profit, they did it anyways, to the point now where they're coming out and they're rolling out Instagram for children, it's especially targeting and marketing to children. I want to read this tweet. This tweet says, Facebook has known for years of Instagram's damaging effect on young people, but its own employees' warnings were shoved aside in favor of growth at all costs. Now, don't hear, this isn't a knock on capitalism. But it gets, to, it gets to the issue of the human heart and how ugly motives can be. And it shows, like, this is within us. James goes on and say, like, this is the human heart. This is the war that wages what's inside, the passions that, that James is talking about. The self-ambition, we can go in tunnel vision and not even care about doing foul practice to further the ego, to be the best, to make more money, even if it's at the expense of others. And I think it's important to say in an affluent area in which, in which we live here, it's important to realize the effect that this has on children or can have on children. If children get a sense of an unhealthy expectation from their surroundings, from school, from parents, what have you, and that unhealthy expectation is linked to selfish ambition, they get that sense that... It can easily lead to anxiety, depression, to look for an escape from the pressure. Now, no one knows the motives of, of a heart other than ourselves. And it takes time for self, self-awareness and self-reflection for that to come out. Only God and ourselves know that. It's not a game of judgment to look at others and say, this. oh, well, this person's done this, they've accomplished this, look at them We don't know that. Only we know if we're playing the foolish game. But James says it's it's the war that wages within all the hearts. So to some degree, we all need to be set straight. And as Jesus does, he always does. Here he is, he's set straight, being set straight. Jesus hears the stupid game of the ego. He hears the stupid game of the selfish ambition that James and John are playing, and he's quick to call it out. He brings them in. As he corrected Peter last week for the tendency to ring the bell, he calls Peter and James out for playing the stupid game. And as they're arguing after they just heard Jesus again, what's to come, they're arguing to be the greatest. And in verse 35, Jesus says this, anyone wishes to be first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. Doing things for other people is more rewarding than virtually anything else that one can do. If, you, if we just watch ourselves, watch ourselves and pay attention to ourselves, you do something that really helps someone else, try to find another experience that is even close to as satisfying as that. You can't. It puts things in order. It's true greatness, it's the way of the gospel, it's the way of Jesus. When we serve, we are quickly pulled from the ego, quickly pulled from the spot of the mode that we are for selfish ambition that says, look at me, build myself up. And so I think the move for us this morning is simply just to check our motivations this morning. You check our motivations and ask, to ask Jesus to purify our hearts. He wants to do it. He longs to do it. We need him to do it, to have our hearts purified. Ambition can be a good thing, but it can also be a stupid game that leads to stupid prizes of disorder and evil practice.